Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to today's press conference. Uh, as head coach Bill Terry announced at the beginning of the year, he'll be retiring at the end of the season, his 39th overall, and his 14th with the program. Today's introductory press conference is to announce the next William G. Tierney head men's lacrosse coach, and to officially introduce him, I'd like to welcome to the po podium Vice Chancellor for Athletics and Ritchie Center Operations, Josh Perlow. Thank you, Nico. Appreciate your commitment and dedication to Pioneer Athletics. Um, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Athletic Director Josh Burlow. So excited. These are fun days, right? These are days where we get to celebrate new leadership. We get to celebrate the bright future that our programs have. And, and this is a, a, a program we could not be more excited about. I think as everyone here knows, uh, DU Men's Lacrosse has an incredible tradition of excellence. It seeks to achieve at the highest level year in and year out. And uh, to have the opportunity to have that baton passed internally, not only to someone that's on the staff, but knows what it means to be a pioneer wearing the jersey as a student athlete and having spent 22 years as part of this university, this campus, this athletic department in that special program is just an incredible thing. Um, I love student athletes that lead programs. I love student athletes that get to lead programs, lead programs at their alma mater. And that's something we're so excited that, that Matt's gonna have the opportunity to do. You've been part of the evolution here for this program to ele elevate to the elite status that it occupies today. And uh, we're, we're just absolutely thrilled to, to have you take it on and, and really move it into the next era and the next phase um, of, of of excellence, and that's what we chase here. Coach Tierney, thank you for uh, all that you did to build the foundation that we're so confident that Matt will continue to uh, enhance over time. Um, you know, it was interesting as, as we went through the process, I had a former teammate of yours call me and tell me, Brownie's been preparing for this his whole life. So um, with that, I, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, the future is bright. We're going to have a lot of fun together uh, in, in a new role, and, and I'm sure there'll be some highs and some lows. But one thing that I and the department of the universe are incredibly confident in is you and your ability to lead this program and to lead it in the Denver way. So with that, I would love to introduce the next head coach of Denver men's lacrosse, Matt Brown. Thanks, Josh. Uh, thanks to everybody for being here today. It's a, it's it's an emotional day for me. It's a special day, and uh, you know, couldn't be more thrilled about uh, this next chapter. Um, first off, I'd like to thank Chancellor Hafner and, and, and Josh Burlow for entrusting in me with this opportunity of a lifetime. You know, being named the, the William G. Tierney Head Men's Lacrosse Coach is it's the greatest honor in college lacrosse coaching. There's there's nothing else like it, and so. I take that honor seriously, and, and I'll make sure that, that I fulfill, you know, all the, all the expectations that were set forth before me, and, uh, and we'll continue to take this thing to new heights. Um, thank you to Brandon Johnson, thank you to Brandon McNeil, Keith Miller, uh, Angel Field, Lynn, Lynn Coots, uh, Cindy Nagai, and so many others uh, within the, the walls of, of the Ritchie Center. I thank you all for being so supportive of our program, um, and making this great athletic department the special place that it is. And I want to thank our, our alums, our donors, and our friends. You know, you've all played a, a huge part in making Denver men's lacrosse into what it is, you know, today. 
Uh, thank you to our current players. We've got a couple of them here today and, and their families. You know, the, the, highlight, the highlight of my day is, is going out in the field and being able to, to be with these guys and, and coach these guys. And, and as I told them yesterday, they're, they're the reason why I want to continue to be here. Um, you know, we've, we've gotten so far, and I'm proud of where we've gotten. And, and I believe that we're going to be able to, to accomplish everything that we set forth to do at the beginning of the year, you know, in these next few weeks. And uh, it starts tomorrow night with Providence at home under the lights at Peter, Peter Barton. Um, we, have a, we have the best staff. You know, John, uh, Josie, Moss, Matt, Sue. I don't know if you caught Sue screaming uh, on the video yesterday, but that was, uh, that was awesome. Uh, Nico and... Um, you know, this, this thing takes a village. I think we, we all know that. You know, this, this, past weekend was, uh, this past weekend was the perfect example of that and how, you know, we were, we were stuck in New York and uh, Brandon McNeil was, was getting phone calls after phone calls after phone calls and everybody stepped up and, and Sue did a tremendous job as did Josie and, and Matt uh, with getting us home, you know, quickly. And so that's the village, right? And that's what, it, that's what it's all about. You know, obviously, special thanks to Coach Tierney and the entire Tierney family. Don't cry, right? Don't cry, right? You know, you know how, how lucky have I been, you know, to be able to be, to learn from the greatest that's ever done it. Last 14 years, right? I'm so blessed. Um, and, and, you know, and most importantly, uh, you don't cry either. Um, you know, my wife, Jewel, and, and our three daughters, Mackenzie, Peyton, and Sydney, um, they're my support. You know, all of us in this room know that you can't be in college athletics without a strong foundation at home. So thank you. Um, you know, when I stepped on campus uh, nearly 22 years ago, you know, steps of Centennial Halls, two hockey bags in my hand, you know, Canadian kid coming down south of the border. No one picked me up. I got a taxi to, to Halls. Um, you know, I, I, ha I had no idea what I was in for. And, and I had no idea what this school would become for me. Um, opportunity to play Division I college across, you know, get a degree from the Daniels College of Business, you know, a place where I met my wife, you know, the chance to coach at my alma mater and, and give back to a place that has given me so much. Five Final Fours, three daughters along the way, right? <laughs> One national championship, uh, but most importantly, countless relationships that uh, will last a lifetime. Um, and so now we look at this thing and to have an opportunity to lead our program into a new era is really special. And, and I could not be more excited about the future and our continued work towards making this the most elite lacrosse program in the country. So again, I thank everybody for being here. It means the world to me. And um, I'll pass it to you, Nico. Questions for Coach Brown, if you can just raise your hand and we'll get a mic sent your way. Did you ever think this day was gonna come? I mean, for all the years you've been here, is it persistence? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, I had no idea when I graduated what I wanted to do. 
You know, I, I knew that I wanted to play professional lacrosse, and, and I did that. I played in both leagues for, for a number of years. But, but we know that, you know, you can't do that, do that forever. Um, I was given the opportunity to come back in, in 2007 to be the volunteer coach here. And I think that's when I knew that I wanted to be a college lacrosse coach. And then, and then you fast forward to, to 2011, and, and I vividly remember this. We hosted our first ever NCAA tournament game here at Peter Barton with, against Villanova, and the place was just jammed. And uh, no one expected us to win, and, and we did. And the guys played phenomenal. We advanced to the quarterfinals uh, up against Hopkins, and it was, it was that moment where I, where I said to myself, this is where I want to be. And, and it wasn't about... It wasn't about um, being the head coach. It was about taking this program to new heights, taking it as far as we can possibly take it. And that's where my passion for coaching here and, and, and you know, developing and working with the future pioneers um, you know, really, really, really came about. Coach, have you thought about the opportunity and the responsibility of filling the shoes of the coach prior here and, and what that means of uh, replacing a legend and, and the opportunity you have here? Well, you, you're never going to replace him, right? And uh, you don't fill those shoes, right? They're, first of all, he's got size 9, and I think I'm size 11, so it doesn't, <laughs> it does, it doesn't, doesn't work that way, right? But uh, i tell you one thing. I, I am excited about... Uh, Finally having some say at the defensive end of the field, you know, I've been waiting. I've been waiting all these years for it And I know John's kind of rolling his eyes over here, but uh, um, You know, th there's a lot of things that, that are, are going to pop up, you know Coach has done a great job with over the years slowly giving me more and more and more and more so so I feel prepared I'm sure there's going to be some things that are new um, You know, I, I think into this new role being a head coach I think developing great chemistry with our new staff is going to be really, really important. Uh, I'm looking forward to tackling scheduling right away. You know, that, that needs to be at the top of the list. And we need to get more games here at Peter Barton. You know, it's the, it's the best atmosphere in college lacrosse. You know, we need to host more, more contests. But I'm sure there's going to be things, but, but I got them on speed dial. Crowning <laughs> from a coaching standpoint. Uh, being a head coach, obviously, a lot of differences from your roles and assistant. What do you anticipate kind of being the biggest challenges as you tackle overseeing an entire program and being that CEO? Yeah, I, and I've, I've thought a lot about this, Moner, and thanks, thanks for asking that question. Um, you know, I, I think for myself, it's, it's a little bit of control. You know, I, I tend to like to do things, you know, my way, you know, run a, run a drill this way, practice plan that way, and... Uh, you know, what I've learned, um, you know, from, from the best again is, you know, how do you give a little bit of that control up? You know, it's okay that we do a four-on-three a little bit differently than, than, than this certain way. And, and so I think by, by doing that, you, you engage other staff members, you create ownership within the program. Um, and, and that's, as soon as you create ownership, you get belief, right? And you get everybody on the same page. That's how you move this thing forward. So, so that's going to be something I've, I need to get used to. Um, but, you know, you've got great staff to, to help me out with that. i got one more uh, yeah. to try to make it emotional. The guys' reaction yeah. yesterday uh, when Josh announced the news, that team meeting uh, out on the field, that was the thing I took away from that video was, uh, I mean, that was deafening. For you to know that these guys want you in this position, uh, especially the guys that you've seen for the first time,
that yesterday? Yeah, it was that that was the moment. That was the moment for me. Um, you do this all the time, man. You do it all the time. You know, radio shows, pre-games, you do it all the time to me, you know, this year. Um, Rewatching the videos and looking at some of their reactions. I didn't see it yesterday live. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, they were going crazy. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're, they're excited. And what we told them at the end of practice is that this group's gone through a lot this year. You know, they've gone through a lot of emotions. And... To, to kind of put this one behind them at this moment, to say, hey, we've got clarity with the future. Okay, we know the direction that we're going. And now we can totally just shift gears to Providence tomorrow night. You know, what a great time. And so I, I feel like the guys are energized, they're, they're excited, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to a great performance tomorrow, tomorrow night. Coach, take us back to when you found out the end of the, the coaching job, what was your first reaction? Yeah, it was, um, it, you know, I, I was blown away, you know, um, and, and I give Josh a ton of credit. You know, he, he put me through a process and uh, he, he made sure that, that I was ready and, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, it, it gave me time to reflect. It gave me time to think about, you know, where we've been, um, some changes that we're going to make. Um, we need to constantly be evolving. You know, the one thing about me is I'm never sitting on the sideline. You know, we're always going to be in this game. And so uh, when I heard, finally heard the news, you know, and I got that phone call from Josh, I think we actually went out and had breakfast at Pete's, uh, you know, my, my smile was, was ear to ear. And, and so, you know, what a moment and uh, a day I'll remember forever. Now that you have the, the size of 11th, right? <laughs> And then you're, you're in charge. Talk about the new responsibilities that you now going to take on because you know, before you're just the OC and now you're the head guy. What, what, what are the responsibilities you know that you can't take for granted when you come to head coach? Yeah, well, I'm not in charge yet. You know, we got, we, coach T made that clear yesterday. So he was, uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, when that, when that day comes, um, you know, there, there, there's so many more responsibilities. You know, you, the management of the whole program. You know, from, you know, budgets to uh, schedule to travel to uh, recruiting to what's, what's the offense doing? What's the defense doing? What's our game plan? Um, you know, there, there's a lot there. Um, but again, as I mentioned, I'm fortunate that coaches kind of let me in uh, to that role some. And, and I feel confident and I feel like we have a good experience. And... Uh, you know, I'm excited about it. You know, I, I, I'm excited about, you know, bringing, bringing a new staff member on that maybe has a little bit different perspective. Um, I love learning from others. Um, you know, one, one of the things I love about our community here at, at DU is uh, how tightly knit our, all of our coaches are. You know, I can't tell you how many drills I've stolen from Dallas Ferg Ferguson, you know, on the, on the, on the ice that I've tweaked and made them over into to lacrosse drills, you know, or listening to Jamie Franks, uh, you know, run his program. There might be nobody better in the business than running a whole program than Jamie Franks or, 
you know, watching, you know, Melissa and her gymnastics team and the resiliency that she's created with her squad, you know, we learn from each other here. And so there's going to be a lot of new roles. There's going to be a lot of new things for, for me to do. But I know that we have tremendous support and there'll be people that, when needed, I can lean on. Hey, Coach. Kind of speaking on learning, really a de decade and a half with Coach T there. Just what are some things that you've learned from him that you can kind of just take forward in your tenure here? Yeah, well, the, the, one of the first things is, is when it comes to recruiting, it, it's, it's not just about having good players. It, it's about having great people. And, you know, that aspect of our recruiting philosophy will never change. That will be the overarching thing above all else. I will guarantee that we will have great people in our locker room, you know, moving forward. Um, you know, I think the way that he makes people wanted, I think the way he listens, um, I don't do a great job like that yet, but I'm going to work on it and I'm going to get better at it. You know, this guy's the best listener, you know, maybe, maybe because he can't hear very well. I don't know. That be, uh, maybe, that, maybe that's it. But, uh, but there's, there's so many things that, that, that I've learned from Coach, you know, over, over the years. And uh, John's actually written down all Coach T's uh, quotes, and he's, he's going to create a little bit of a book, uh, book of them, so we'll publish that later on. But uh, um, no, I'm just so blessed to, to have had such a great mentor, um, you know, a father-like figure and, and a great friend. Got time for one more. Hey, Coach, back here. Um, well, I think yesterday in a statement in the press release, you talked about the vision yeah, I, I, this vision is, it's, it's not forgetting about the foundation, as Josh mentioned. That, that foundation is, is cemented in there, and, and that won't ever change. It's more about evolving, adapting, and, and building off of it. You know, talking about on-the-field play, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is competitiveness, relentlessness, you know, creativity, and discipline. Those are the four pillars that we're going to push to achieve. And, and, and honestly, I'm watching Liza Kelly's defense on the field. That inspires me. You know, when I, when I watch her team out there compete shift after shift and fly around, I, I, I said to myself, we need to be like that. We, we want to be like that. And I, and I know our guys are going to be excited about it. We constantly need to be creative. We need to stay ahead of the curve. We need to be innovate, innovative. And, and, but at the same time, we've got to be disciplined. And I think sometimes this word discipline has a, somewhat of a negative meaning to it. And, and to me, being disciplined is doing what's right for the program all the time. That's it. And that's something that we can accomplish. Head coach Matt Brown. Thank you.